Cause my niggas, I stay bulletproof. Bulletproof. Wait, hold on, tell me what got into you. Into you. I search around the room like, where you? Where you? Friend, don't step to me, I'm like, who you? Who you? Prepaid collect call from an inmate at Lawrence Correctional Center. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Thank you for using Securus. You may start the conversation now. All right, y'all. What's good, everybody? So we're back with another uh, segment of 15 Minutes with Tay. Um, If y'all heard the first two segments, he was telling us about the first time he went to jail and everything and the second time he went to jail so well prison i'm sorry first time he went to prison not jail my bad first time he went to prison and the second time he went to prison and where we left off at he was basically telling us about um the things that led up the things that led up to him going to prison the second time so we're going to go ahead and get back into that. I got Tay on the phone right now. So, um, Tay, I'm going to let you go ahead and take control of the mic. All right. Um, where we left off at was, uh, like I was saying, he was giving me a trial period. Um, this guy, he gave me, he, he initially thought to give me $1,200 worth of stuff. And um, like I told him, it wasn't going to be enough. So what he did was he gave me an ounce and a half of it and, um, he was going to leave like 7 o'clock that night. But before he can go, I ended up calling him, telling him, oh, I need, you know, something. he was like, how, did you mess up? You know, something. He's like, what's wrong? Like, no, I got rid of it all. It's like, how in the hell? It's like, the only thing that he know me so on a regular day was, on a good day, was like 12 hours. I'm like, no, well, I ain't got no more. So, long story short, he decided to not go anywhere. <laughs> he was like, look, I'm not going to go nowhere. He said, um, and he just started feeding me stuff, feeding me stuff, feeding me stuff, feeding me stuff. So, um, anyways, we, this went on for about a good year and a half. Um, we were doing, both doing very well. I made him a lot of money. I made a lot of money for myself. And then um, what happened was uh, I ended up being arrested. Uh, one day, <laughs> I went outside, smoked a cigarette. And uh, I'm outside cleaning up the yard and stuff, walking around the yard. And when I went to walk out towards the road, I see this big-ass battering ram tank-looking shit. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so, I'm smoking my cigarettes, smoking shit, I'm watching it come up the street. And some say, man, just go. And <laughs> I start walking. And so, you know, it speeds up, pulls up in the yard. Dudes jump off the truck, guns and all kinds of shit. So I kept walking. I hear the helicopter. It's about 20 more cars turning up around the corner. And I kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going. I get on the other side of 14. And um, I end up going to this girl house that I do. Knock on her door. She left me in. And uh, she's like, damn, what you doing up so early? I was just going to come see you. I'm like, no, uh, I think they just raided my house. She's like, what? Yeah, I think they just raided my house. She's like, uh, well, don't go back outside then. Like, you hear the helicopter, she's like, man, you tripping. That ain't for you. Like, man, look, I think they falling. <laughs> so, she's like, what up? Take your talk and this shit. And then my inner addict kicked in. I wanted to get high. I wanted the real shit. I wanted to smoke. You know. So, I don't have any on 
out of the fold all I had. All I had was just money. So the girl, she tells me, give me the money, I'm going to go and buy this. And I'm like, hell no, because I don't trust it, though. You know, I said, I'm, the first thing I'm thinking, she's not going to come back. So I was like, no, nah, I'm going to go out and buy my own. She's like, for sure. So we go out, we walk around. We couldn't find no shit at first. And then we find it. And she's like, I'm going to take it back to the house. Uh, just walk behind me. I'm like, man, I ain't worried about that shit. We walk, we walk, we walk. We get to the door. She goes in. I stop and that dude next door. Let me buy two loose cigarettes from him. Give him a dollar. As long as I give him a dollar, big ass truck pulls up. Dude jumped out with guns and shit. And it was like, oh, oh, got his job. And like, oh, don't worry about that. Y'all ain't got to put y'all guns up. He ain't going to go nowhere. It's like, hey, Jay, come on, let's go. Like, who the hell is this? Like, man, don't even play. I was like, come in here and stay, right? I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, man, come on, get in the truck. He put me in the truck. So he talks to me in the truck while we drive, and he's like, um, so you're not safe. I'm like, no, I don't know. I'm about no safe. He said, okay, um, well, you ain't going to know this house when we get you. He takes me back to my house. <laughs> and when I'm outside, he's like, oh, we're just staying here. And uh, the confidential informant is going to drive by. And they're going to point you out. If you're safe, they're going to point you out. We're going to lock you up and you're going to kill. If you're not safe, I'm going to let you go. You're going to lock the business. Like, how about that? Okay, so I'm standing there. While I'm standing there, the little truck, the big truck tank looking thing, it's having to say knock, knock on the front of it, like painted on and shit. <laughs> they go and tear the wall off. Yeah, they go tear the wall off the, the building next door to me. Well, uh, the dude that was getting this one took his whole wall off. Went in there, grabbed him, came out with like seven to eight bags of all kinds of shit, guns and all kinds of crazy shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so while I'm sitting there watching this shit, I look and I see his car and I know who called his in. I'm like, man, don't tell me this is a fucking informant. So the car goes by. I was like, hey, put your hands behind your back. It's all reading me my rights and shit, reading me Miranda. I was like, okay, I know who the informant is already because I know who called it was just there. So wow. they take us, they drive us to um, downtown. I've never been to this place before. I'm like, what the hell? I'm thinking, what, what is this? I'm thinking this is uh, another precinct I knew nothing about. But when we get there, they, uh, they ask me, they say, oh, I'm so irritated. So who is this guy that's in the other room? And I'm like, man, look, I don't know nothing. Y'all just take me to the county so I can go ahead and sleep, get me some sandwiches and shit, and we'll try to just try this shit and see what y'all can do there. The dude's like, man, you really must don't know where you are. I'm like, what do you mean? So don't worry about it. I'll be right back. Leave me go. Couple hours later, like, damn, the next, it was like early the next morning. He comes back with a sandwich. Not like the sandwich that you get at the county, but it was like a gourmet sandwich and a plastic wrap. You know, like the sandwich oh, you buy at the hospital. Don't tell me they first 48 you. Huh? Don't tell me they first 48 you, Tay. No, 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 no. It wasn't first 48. They no. bring me a sandwich like when the gourmet hospital sandwich one day having a vending machine. Forget that. Coke, Don't tell me they first shit, 48 right? you take. Some, some chips and shit, huh? Huh? Oh, all right. Anyhow. Well, it turns out this is the Fed building. <laughs> this ain't the regular county. This ain't state police. This is the feds. You say, oh, um, well, it turns out you're not part of the indictment that we own. Well, again, they ended up killing like 50 people that day under a federal indictment. They said I wasn't part of the indictment, but they took me to the county jail. So I'm like, well, damn, man, this about a bitch. So they ended up giving me a year county time, uh, 364, because it was.
was um, just all they gave me was uh, simple possession with the intent to distribute and paraphernalia because I had the bags and features and shit like that. So they just gave me simple possession and um, paraphernalia. So I ended up going to um, training and treatment center, which is also known as Hockey. Um, while there, I ended up doing about seven months, and after doing about seven months, I put in, uh, put a motion in to um, have the sentence mitigated to uh, probation, and they agreed. They gave me probation. I was released on probation. And while on probation, I went back to the old shit, back to the old things, you know, never checked in for probation, smoking, get high and everything. And um, one day, while outside, just like this same day, outside smoking, in front of the house, I could have been in the house, but I was outside, I'm thinking, I'm in my yard, that's a little problem. All these fools up asking me, what am I doing now? I'm like, I live here. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I live here. Okay, let me see your ID. I show him my ID. My ID has the address to the hex. <laughs> well, GPA time, but I mentioned in the first one, well, the second one about when I first, well, the first one I first got out of jail, mm -hmm. got in prison, I went to the hack there. I still had the ID that was addressed to the hack. I never got an ID for the address in Overtown. So when the office was like, well, that's not the address that's on, on your ID, I'm like, look, I'll live here. Like, if you don't believe me, go up there and knock on the door and you'll see. He's like, well, I'm gonna just ring your name. Oh, man. He goes in my pocket, huh? I said, oh, man. So he goes in my pocket to get my ID, finds a crack pipe and four rocks. But he's like, damn. Uh, he runs my name. Turns out I really do live there because that's the address that I have for my probation. The probation officer hadn't issued a warning on for me not going to probation, going to my own, see the probation officer, and they're like, they never issued a warning on There was never, there was no issue. The only thing I ended up getting arrested for was having possession of drug paraphernalia and those four rocks. So the officer, he says, look, this is what I'm going to do for you. Because I feel bad. You were actually in your yard. <laughs> you weren't doing anything wrong. But I ended up finding these drugs. You know, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw away the drugs. I'm going to just arrest you for the pipe. I say, okay, cool. They arrest me for the pipe. I go to the county jail. So he went to go uh, smoke the They drugs. let me out. Okay. They ended up letting me out. They let me out. I went back to the house. Um, the next day, get a knock at the door. It's the police. I got a warrant for my arrest because I was arrested while on probation. <laughs> Go to home, court and everything. They give me 21 months in prison. Second time going to prison. That's how I go to prison the second time. Oh, <laughs> could have avoided it. Yeah, could have. I actually had avoided prison the second time when they gave me that year. But trying to hurry up and get back to Southern, you know, my relationship. I uh, asked for a mitigation of the sentence. I actually got it granted, but... Didn't hold up to uh, the deal. You know, never went to uh, the probation office. Man, so, yeah. everybody know. I ain't even no career criminal. I ain't been to jail or prison like that. But everybody know. Do the time. Do not take probation. Probation is a trap. Listen, probation when you're you trying to get high, you don't be thinking about that shit. You be thinking about getting high. That's it. All I'm thinking about how I'm going to get back to getting high. That's all. Quickest way back to getting high is what I'm doing. And it worked <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> oh, man. Me, my, it worked my, for a minute. My high is life. My kids get to go play basketball, go fishing in and then. 
look at some TV, play some games. That's all I get high. So we just don't remember, just like uh, Rick James said, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I hear you. Man. Cocaine is a motherfucker. But we, but, but, but real talk though, we finna rewind this real quick and go back to okay. that. And, and go back to how you got um how you got forty eight hours. Okay, I didn't get forty eight hours. Yeah, you it got forty. They brought you a gourmet sandwich. Huh? They brought you a gourmet sandwich. You got forty eight hours, cuz. Oh. oh shit! Um, bro, they done they done switched my fucking words colors already. Stay wrong. I gotta lock up. <laughs> All right, man. So um, we gonna get back to this. Y'all, we're going to have to cut this 15 minutes short. Uh, so it's going to be like 12 and a half minutes to take. <laughs> 12 minutes to take this time. But um, take eight. thank you so much, man, for giving us another segment. And I love you, man. Um, whenever you get a chance to call me back, just give me a call, all right? Yep, yep, yep. Will do. All right, man. Love you. Be easy. Love you too, bro. All right, yep. bye. The caller has hung up. All right, y'all. So I guess we didn't get the whole 15 minutes. They was closing the day room on them. So um, I guess until next time, y'all, that's our 15 minutes with Tay. Um, court cut short. Hey, he in prison, man. That's what that prison life is, man. You, you They call the rules. Um, So let's get back to the show. All right, everybody. So, um, we back with another fifteen minutes with Tay. Um, if y'all remember last time he spoke to us, this dude got forty eight hours. I wonder if he understand what I'm te- what I mean about he got forty eight hours. But y'all know when they go and get the little um. When every time they get the dude in the investigation room and the dude don't want to say nothing, they go they go buy him something good and jump. Give him like a, a some McDonald's, some KFC, some some Outback Steakhouse. Give him some old gourmet food. Give him something to drink after leaving them in there for hours. And then the dudes come back, and then they be like, and then they 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 tell them everything. And then they walk by the next the dudes in the other room. They walk by they walk them out the building by them with the food still in their hand. And other be like, I know that nigga didn't just. Leave. No, nah, no, nah, he ain't say nothing, dog. Damn. He ain't say nothing. No, nah, man, that nigga had to say something. Yeah, that nigga had to say something. That nigga had to say something. That nigga got a gourmet sandwich in his hand. Man, that nigga, man, that nigga got relish on that shit. Oh, he told everything. Hell no. <laughs> but uh, as y'all can see, Tay is already here. So, Tay, go ahead and take the floor, man, after getting 48 hours. <laughs> All right. Well, first of all, I didn't. 48 hours. Well, technically I did, because they did come bring me the food and shit, but it wasn't for the same reason. Uh, it was really one of those, oh, my bad, we got the wrong person type shit. Um, they knew my name was Tay, but they thought that I was the guy who I was getting the stuff from. Because they kept hearing the name Tay, and they never knew who this guy was. So they associated Tay with him, but then when they found out who he was, they had his actual name, they still didn't know that he wasn't Tay. So they didn't know who this guy was when they arrested me and we got inside the fed building and they went through all this shit and started reviewing 
I guess they came back and they was like, hold on, you're, this, 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 this guy has nothing to do with the indictment that we have. So they um, turned me over to the state, well, to the county, and they took me to the county jail. And, um, yeah, I sat for very little time, very, very little time, and uh, went ahead and just took the time, took the little uh, county time that they gave me. Uh, no, the prison time they gave me, the county time they gave me, they gave me the give me county time. They gave me a year county time. And then while I was there, during that time, I was in a drug treatment, Christian-based, faith-based program is what it was. Um, they were, uh, you go to church every day. Uh, it was at the stockade, but it was in the, um, where the, uh, what do you call them? The chapel. Well, not really the chapel. What do you call the workers at and then um in the in the counties over in the county jail? I forgot trustees. what they call them over there. They call them something different here. Trustees. Trustees, there you go. It was the trustee building. They had a trustee building behind the behind um the regular stockade. Oh, um, e block. That was like it's yeah, there you go. It was wood, wooden, you can go outside, they let you lift weights and shit like that. Well, there was a faith based one also. And we used to have to go and um pray and then they gave us um uh, purpose driven life is what the uh, was with this this book, booklet that we was working at. Um, pur- purpose driven life, I think it was yeah, purpose driven life was what it's called. Um, uh, like I said, we did a whole lot of church. Um, but anyhow, I was just there really because hey, they paid more to go to this church program than they did to go to regular trustee, and that um, they were going to give us a little bit of time off if we finished the program. <laughs> I didn't even finish the program. Like I said, after I did about six and a half, seven months, I sent a motion to uh, to my judge asking for him to mitigate the sentence, and he approved it. It was one one main reason was because I was in the faith based program, and um, they let me out. I went back out. And I went back to the same thing somewhat, but I wasn't selling drugs as much then. It was a small time thing because my ex was gone. Um, a lot of people were actually thinking that I got 48 hours for real. <laughs> Until the word came down that no, I didn't tell nobody. I'm telling nobody, nothing like that. It turned out the guy told them that I had nothing to do with it. I knew I wasn't aware of all the stuff that was in the house and all that. So it got back to me. That was the message. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. That was the reason why they ended up looking into it and finding out I really didn't have anything to do with the indictment. So, um, like I said, I was doing a little small job. I was working at uh, this parking place, like a parking garage yeah. for the uh, the clubs and shit, helping them park, watching the cars and shit like that. What the normal crackhead person does, you know, you always have that one person out there washing cars and shit making sure nobody don't break in because they want to break in their cars, all that kind of crazy shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but during the daytime, I was, because the clubs, you know, the clubs really, really closed in Miami. So I was out there watching them and then when it's time to, like, in the early, early morning when people go to leave and then they got all the opportunities. I would go and be the one doing the same shit I'm supposed to be stopping people from doing. I'd be like, man, I saw this dude go over there last night. And then next thing you know, he, your car was broken. I don't even know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. It was me the whole time. <laughs> they paid me for the information I gave them. And I don't remember when they took this shit. Anyhow, but um, 
Yeah, I was doing runs and shit from the clubs to go get, I'll go buy stuff from people from over town and run back to the clubs. Um, and then, like I said, uh, one day I was outside smoking a cigarette, cleaning up the yard and shit, getting ready to go to this job. It was under the table anyhow, you know, didn't have to worry about no paychecks and it was all cash, so that was good. And um, I could get high and everything, didn't have to worry about getting drug tests and all that shit. And I was outside and I uh, had everything on pocket ready to go. And the police rolled up on me, come into the yard and asked me, what am I doing out there just hanging out? Because there's no fence or anything that was on this um, these buildings. It was an apartment. It was set off away from the road, maybe about a good uh, 40, about 30, 40 yards from the road. And then it was the apartment. And when you, the, the apartments were upstairs and the lower stairs, downstairs was on uh, garages, but they were boarded up. So people used to break inside the little garages and stuff and go in there and get high. So all the police would always come over there and check and say, you see if people was breaking into them. So me, not thinking about that, I was outside smoking and cleaning. I'm cleaning up the yard. This is where I live. He um, comes up, he asks me, what am I doing there? Like I told y'all, um, I ended up being arrested. He threw away the drugs. Well, he threw the drugs in the yard. <laughs> threw them in the yard. Um, and it took me in for just possession of the paraphernalia. And I ended up getting 20 months. Um, and when I got out, <laughs> when I got out of, out of prison, I went back to these apartments. <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Definition of insanity. (laughs) And searched for about an hour and a half. Lo and behold, I found the bags. (laughs) They had ants in them. (laughs) Oh, they were shrunk, I guess, from the rain and all that shit. But they were still there. Really? So almost two years later? Yeah, it was it was twenty months. Well, they gave me the seven and a half months that I did in the stockade, credited towards it. Um, I ended up doing about nineteen, like nineteen and a half months. What I ended up doing, minus the seven and a half months that they gave me for from the stockade. So I did like another year, is what it was. Mm. And when I got back out, it, it was in the yard, amazingly, <laughs> in the yard. Mm-hmm. I searched for about an hour and a half, found it. <laughs> grass ain't grow over it? Yeah, it was grass and all kinds of shit. But, because nobody, after we were living there, the buildings were basically condemned after that. All the apartments oh. was uh, bent, uh, like boarded up because the guy who actually oh, owned it. Oh, you probably was, had, you, this probably was the time when they first start kicking everybody out of Overtown. Yeah, yeah, this was before they started building all the high rises and all that shit. Yeah. This was uh, okay. 2008, oh, no, no. 2009. Yeah, I know for sure it was before that, but what I'm saying is you was there when you, you, so that time was when they just had got started. When they just started starting start yeah, kicking Yeah, they had just started, um, just started tearing down the apartments and stuff and building high rises and stuff. And over there. I haven't been back over town since um, 2012, 2013. Now. Man, I'm going to tell you like this here. Half of it is gone, com- completely gone. Half of Overtown wow. is completely gone. They they did that gentrification job, and they turned they made yeah, Winwood bigger. Winwood is is all of that um whole east side of Overtown going towards I nine five. All of that is Winwood okay. now. All, all of that was, that was already really Winwood anyhow. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, where they had the, the, the Cubans and all that shit over by all the way up 36th Street. Yeah, but so. remember, re, re, remember Winwood was. If you see how big Winwood is now, yeah, it was. It was from. It was from. Uh, from 20, 22nd Street, twenty second to thirty six, something like that. Twenty first, thirty six, something like that. Because right. all the rest of it was over town. Yeah, if you see how big Winwood is now. You'll see. Yeah. They 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 yeah. they spread it out more west into what used to be uh, Overtown. What used to be like like I remember one time I I went up there. Um, you know how we used to go on these little party line trips and jump. Yeah, 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 and, hell and, yeah! I do remember the infamous <laughs> party line trips. <laughs> oh yeah, we gonna. Oh, I told people that story. But you gonna let you me hear that story? Somebody we don't like, we run. <laughs> man, we got a minute left, man. We was only able to get eleven minutes in, but still, we gonna get to that story. And <laughs> this guy here. <laughs> but yeah, man, we yeah, get back. We'll talk one. about we'll talk about how they how they move over town with the gentrification and all that and everything else that was going on with you at that time, man. But um, love you and. Can't wait oh, to see oh, that dude just turned the call already? Yeah, she just said it like 30 seconds ago. Oh, shit. I did not hear it. Hell. That lady don't play. Yeah, she don't play at all, huh? She like, she like, oh, so so, so y'all think it's a game? She be coming out. She got like like, like six minutes. Y'all laugh. That shit picked this shit fun. <laughs> we got some all that shit. Let me see if she going to go to the whole 30 seconds. You, Thank you for oh, using the world. Securus. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Lady kicking people out. Thank you for using security. Homicidal hot dog. Dishwasher with another five gifted. Let's go, baby. Cause my niggas, I stay bulletproof. Bulletproof. Wait, hold on, tell me what got into you. Into you. I search around the room like, where you? Where you? Rendo still to me, I'm like, who you? Who you? And you can say what you wanna say. But I stay on this shit, that's everyday. Yeah, cause my nigga, I stay bulletproof. So tell me, nigga, what got any of you? Any of you? Any of you?